1: This is Here's a Crazy Story from the Overtake a podcast where we tell crazy true stories. I'm Robin. I'm Rick. I'm Abby. Uh do we have any corrections from last week's episode? No.
2: Don't think so.
0: No.
1: Great. Brilliant. That means we were perfect. If we, we did personally notice anything yes. that we said last
2: yeah. week. Hopefully someone will send us a message saying you got it completely wrong. Yeah. Russia was destroyed during nineteen eighty three.
1: Yeah, it was a real war. Um Great. Well then, time for stories. Mm-hmm. Okay. It feels when when we don't do that much banter at the start, it feels it doesn't feel right, does it? Very like, no, far place. Like 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 yeah, yeah. It yeah. takes quite a lot. Of, yeah. Because yeah, normally, don't it takes look me a in the eye, the money on the <laughs> 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 Hang on. No put the please. money
2: on the dresser. Oh wait, I'm the prostitute in that <laughs> <Yeah>. example. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: can. You can't. You don't have to be Rick. You can no, be whatever you that's want. That's fine. It's um
2: It's a living! (laughs) Like (laughs) like a dinosaur would say. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, from the Flintstones,
1: yeah. Yeah. That Mm -hmm. that could be enough introduction. That's that's enough introduction. Tell me the tone of your story smell.
2: Mine is a Hollywood one. Like a Hollywood trivia one.
1: Is it modern? No. It's quite modern. That's more of a setting than a mood.
2: Yeah. The mood is just like, whoa. Okay. (laughs) Whoa. Okay. (laughs) Okay.
1: (laughs) Mine is... Um, sad, mm-hmm. but not. But the the main story isn't what's sad. The
2: the way you tell it is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I'll try and tell it in an uplifting way. Oh no, it's not oh, really uplifting. I've right.
2: got people <laughs> <Steve will> die. <laughs> yeah. the, the listeners might not know this, but sometimes we struggle to come up with titles for the show afterwards, and usually we try to find something that we've said that we thought was funny. Yeah, because I think people will
1: notice. Like they'll see severed dick energy. And, and then, then they'll realize, be like, huh? oh, you said then, that. Yeah, half of three or something. So I came
2: things. up with two things I thought were funny sounding. I can say it that we can reasonably say. Right. This is how it works, No, it's yeah, not. It.
1: Stage like yeah. it.
2: Queefa Sutherland. <laughs>
1: that is funny though.
2: <laughs> that doesn't appear in the story, but I've said it, so okay. we can reasonably oh, use that. That's what we can call it. This then. one does, will appear in the story. Bruce Willie's pulled out. <laughs> <laughs> can I, yeah, can Once I say it, you'll go, oh, that's perfectly... Why didn't you
1: just Wait to you it This is such a weird thing
3: To
2: <laughs> have <been honest. laughs> well, done I'm know making up now I to process this So we don't forget At the end
3: But one of them Even in your story We can't just say
2: things yeah, I know, At We like can't say Creepy At the end <laughs> okay, Well we've said it yeah. <laughs> Twice already
3: Yeah <laughs> If anything, um, the title now should be You Can't Just Say Queefers." You can't just say. <laughs> <laughs> a yeah.
2: man can't just say Cuefer Sutherland. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um,
1: okay. If this is the first time anyone's listened to this, they'll be really confused about what this whole podcast yeah. is. Sorry about yeah. that. Sorry. Okay. Do you have a title for your not-a-side um, story? Ah, ye- mm. oh, fuck. No. no, Well,
2: I'll, I'll do my title while you desperately think okay. of something, mm, which would just be the first line of the article. <laughs> Mine is the rise and fall of the rise and fall of a Hollywood director. Oh,
1: that's quite good. Mm. Okay.
2: Um, it does make sense. I had to do that and count on my fingers like, that doesn't make, rise and fall of what? Okay. I think okay. it makes sense.
1: Well, when we hear the story, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll be the judge, have I guess. Have you thought of one? uh. The, uh the bad so no. doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I stand by it. Um, okay, do.
3: well, you're going first, obviously, anyway, fight. but like a homework for
1: next time, just be less depressing. Good at- oh, okay, I thought yeah. you were going to say. <laughs> <Be bad. laughs> no. I was like defending myself <laughs> off my thing, and I didn't even know what the criticism was going to be. The title thing is really. But- this- this is interesting, and the depressing things that happen aren't, aren't the focus of the story, but okay. they are a part of the story. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, let's go then.
1: Okay, so um, so actually, one of the things that I wanted to happen for this was for Jada to have a microphone, mm-hmm. because my main guy's Italian, and I wanted the listeners to hear how it should be <laughs> pronounced. <laughs> You're just going to have Jada do all these dialogues. So what's going to happen is Jada is going to say how to pronounce a guy's name, and I'm going to attempt to pronounce it into the microphone, so the listeners can know how it should be pronounced. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, what what will actually happen is I'll, I'll say it wrong. Yeah,
2: then, I'll yeah. Yeah. So that seems right.
1: What? How would you say this? That guy's name. Paolo Macchiarini. Paolo Maccherini. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, oh, yeah. like, "Why do I put that weird <laughs> Italian <laughs> little onto everything?" <laughs> 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 My hand, like gesturing, like an Italian. Um, Can
2: you say a one and a two and then say that guy's name, please?
1: No, you're going to make fun of me. No, I will Just
2: say a one and two and then say his name. Why? <laughs> For a skit.
0: Why I'm are so you do I'm scared.
2: What? Because well, well, I wanted you to say a one and a two and a Paolo Macarini. Oh, because it's
0: cause, like um,
1: Macarena. Yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Never well, mind. It,
1: that's... Well, that's why it was better that you said it. Yeah. I think. I've never, I've never seen plan- anyone as crude. Were you rude. planning to go, eh <laughs> 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 I'm trying to say <said> it. <sighs> um, oh my god, that is weird. Right. Right. What's this oh story god. about that? Uh, okay, he was a doctor.
3: <laughs>
2: right.
1: Paolo Macarini. <laughs> <laughs> i'm so sorry i'm so sorry to the italian people um it's like i thought i knew but i, I didn't know <laughs> anyway okay so he was people considered him like a world leading surgeon mm-hmm. um so this was in the early 2010s what do you call that the teenies. the teenies, yeah, Eww. the early teenies. No, Never yeah. say that again. It's the, it's the <laughs> well, what 10s. is it then? It's the yeah, twenty. You're not gonna, I'm not going to say twenty tens or every time. Mm, you are, unless you want me to get up and leave. <laughs> <laughs> it's not as bad as not. No, noughties is acceptable again now, isn't it? Yeah, teenies is worse, is mm-hmm. it? Yeah. yeah. What did they call it in the nineteen teenies? teenies the nineteen teenies. Yeah, the nineteenies. <laughs> the 19 <laughs> is, That must have been what it was. Uh, okay, so yeah, so he's this he's just like what people considered like uh incredible doctor um he was a surgeon he's italian um what we're just rehashing Mm -hmm. bits of the story and i love it well just to recap because we've gone off on one too many times Mm -hmm. um so the point was he'd created these like plastic tracheas um um so like instead of like let's say you've got like
2: trickier problems
1: yeah mm-hmm. what's that windpipe cancer like, yeah it's like your windpipe
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. um
1: you know, like your throat or hole. like some yeah some yeah. kind of your neck problem. tube your neck some problem with your neck tube <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: um
1: cut hey. of the sea neck tube <laughs> <laughs> i'll never think of that ever in the same way <laughs> um so let's say you got some kind of problem and i don't know you, yeah cancer or whatever mm-hmm. um and it needs to be removed most of the time, you're waiting for a donor and they don't come around that often, and it's difficult surgery, and you're not guaranteed for it to work. And you know, like your body could reject it and you die. Mm-hmm. Um, or, um, yeah, it, like, yeah, and they just don't come around that often, like a good match, uh, because it's not something you can just take out of a living person. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, this guy, Mac- Macchiarini. Sorry, Jada. <laughs> <laughs> I heard him yeah. <laughs> close enough in it, yeah. as best I can do, unfortunately. He'd um, invented um, a plastic one. So, like, with some, like, hip joints and stuff like that now, you can have plastic instead of uh, metal. Mm-hmm. Um, and that the idea was, like, instead of getting a transplant, this would just, like, revolutionise this type of surgery. He worked at the Karolinska Institute in Sweden, um, and the professors there are the ones who decide the Nobel Prize in Medicine. Um, mm. So it's like a very prestigious of a fix, place. Isn't it? Well.
2: Giving it to the mate who works
1: there. Well, you well, don't know whether he won a Nobel Prize yet.
2: Oh, okay. It seemed so. weird that you would mention it, but uh, he never... No, well, that was maybe me saying how prestigious this oh, okay, Institute yeah. is. No, that um, does make sense. Like they're
1: top of the game, these people. So
2: Did he win a Nobel Prize?
1: Uh, can't remember. I don't think he did. Ah, fair enough. Ah. In fact, he didn't i can do oh, that, okay sure. cool because i can remember that, okay wow mm, yeah, I that, was that was a hot, hot twisty yeah, I, uh, I was i just remembered okay. basically yeah. okay. <laughs> that's what happened in cool. between those two things <laughs> um so uh this, the dude arrives in stockholm in 2010 uh people are already like you know he he's good at growing tissue um in a lab he's good at growing organs for people and and stuff uh implanting them in people so he's invented this um uh trachea plastic Mm -hmm. trachea um he's quite like good he's a good like charming person um it's like not bad well he this Article that I read said he was good looking. He's not good looking, but he's like not bad he's looking, not ugly. Definitely no. not. Sorry, my um, tummy
2: keeps growling in a really loud way. And I really do you g- think the microphone okay. can hear it, but I feel very, very the Listeners worried. are
1: like, Oh, my stomach's wrong
3: I was wondering about. what the first journey you were going on because was was I, I felt like
2: all you could hear it, and then I felt uh, like I was no, being judged, but no. nothing had happened my until I'd pointed out myself.
1: Um so yeah so he was he was fluent in several languages like everyone was just like this dude is a genius Mm -hmm. um what happened though was um people like started to kind of join the bandwagon to like saying that he was amazing um this this field of medicine regenerative medicine um is like you know cutting edge and people and there aren't that many people doing it
3: Mm -hmm.
1: well um, and successfully so everyone was just like when he was saying oh i've got these plastic tracheas everyone was like yes boom that sounds great um and so the science behind it was that it it's a plastic kind of skeleton kind of um and you could put stem cells in it and grow human tissue
2: that's pretty amazing yeah
1: Mm. so that when it goes in your throat it bonds to your body Mm -hmm. um and you don't and it's so it's not really a transplant and it it's like as if it was your yeah exactly um so, um the first guy to get one of these tracheas um was a guy called Andar Mariam Bayen um who was 36 and a graduate student. Um he's from Eritrea originally but he lived in Iceland at the time. Um so he ha- he'd had like a rare form of cancer and had unsuccessful treatment. Um and his Icelandic doctors referred him to this Swedish hospital mm. where what's his face worked. Mac- Macchiarini Um so he was like basically he was so Macchiarini was like, Oh, um this is like the like most cutting this edge. Is the tits, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was, uh,
2: this is the absolute tits, my friend. Exactly. That's, pronto. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> pronto. He was on the phone it's when on he phone, said yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> he said this is the tits and then said hello. <laughs> 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 Sorry, yeah. I was talking that's to my just friend. Answers the phone.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Um.
2: just just impressed of the telephone. <laughs> yeah. He's like whoa, this is this the, is the tits. Tits.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah so but basically he was saying like dude, you're gonna die anyway. Mm-hmm. you might as well have this surgery. Um, so this guy was like like fine, I'll mm-hmm. have it. Um, and he seemed quite willing. So uh, they made the, they made the scaffold for the trachea in London. Um, and then seeded it with his stem cells, like grew grew it basically from his bone marrow, put it in this thing called a bioreactor, um, which like rotated it in this special solution that that encouraged cell growth. Mm-hmm. Um, so the point was that obviously they turn into tr- tracheal cells, um, and then um, they're safely implanted into his throat, and everything's good. Um, uh, yeah so uh a month after the operation reporters like turned up to talk to uh B- bean um and he was like the guy was like oh i was i was you know really scared mm-hmm. uh, but it was live or die and i had to have the surgery and it's, everything's kind of seems fine um and macchiarini wrote in the lancet which is a prestigious medical, medical journal, journal yep, yeah, that uh basically it, he, his trachea was like normal um and it was free from infection and growing new tissue, and basically he was almost back to how he how he was before mm-hmm. he even got cancer. Um,
2: Shouting at dinner yeah, parties yeah. is that yeah. a sort of, that's the type of guy he yeah. was? That's how he got the yeah, cancer. Like, oh, no. What have we done? <laughs> <Yeah>. um,
1: <laughs> no. Um, but so everyone was like, "Oh my god, this surgery is incredible! Mm-hmm. Like it's changed this guy's life." And Let's all get it done. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Even so, if you're fine. Yeah. Even if you're fine, these, these Um Uh yeah. So um but so basically what happened was everyone was like, This is this is great mm-hmm. and started doing more and more of the surgery. So two more got implanted almost straight away. Uh, a young British woman who was in a serious condition, um, at University College London. Um, second one. Uh, so that wasn't fitted by Macchiarini, but it was his technique. Mm-hmm. Um, and the second one was um, he fitted himself in an American man, uh, a 30-year-old American man. But um, those two patients only survived for two months uh, oh. or a few months. Um, so they don't know they don't know what caused the American man's death because they never did an autopsy. But basically, the British woman's synthetic trachea like didn't work at all, mm-hmm. um, and that's basically what caused her death um so the guy one of the surgeons said that uh what happened was the it didn't join in join on to the rest of the tissue Mm -hmm. so it wasn't like rejected it just like uh there was like a almost a gap emerged between where it should have all been joined together um so what did he say quote "At, at those junctions it always seems to be loose and healing tissue can become an obstruction to breathing end quote um yeah um, so, yeah, so it didn't really it basically just didn't seem to work on her um, what happened was, um, they did it, so they did it again because um it had seemed, seemed it had worked on the first guy, mm-hmm. the second two, the American we don't know what he died of, but and the British woman, it was because the surgery didn't work mm-hmm. uh but they but they did it again, uh, the guy died again two months later he died. Over the next three months, Macchiarini Im- implanted six more, um, and four of them, four of those people died. Shit. Yeah. yeah. So obviously, these were seriously ill people. Mm-hmm. We don't know for definite whether they were all linked to the surgery, um, and um, yeah. So Kar- Karolinska University Hospital was like, mm, let's put pause on this situation because it's not, it's we're not one hundred percent sure this is working. Uh, but he, the did was like fuck it i'm going to russia and i'm gonna keep doing it so he did Wow. um yeah so uh but everyone was still raving about this first guy that had the surgery and Mm -hmm. everyone was saying like you know it was was positive sorry this is a long story by the way but i I think it's worth it okay um, mine's a long story too oh this can be a long episode (laughs) um yeah um so yeah so this macchiarini uh, years later three at least three years later was saying he had an almost normal airway um and like you know, to anyone who mm-hmm. who asked him about it, um, but uh, he said it to a journalist, and the journalist wrote it um, in an article. And by the time the article was published, um, the 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 guy died. The first guy. Ooh. Oh shit! Um, at, it actually turned out he had repeated infections. Um, his the tra- the trachea implant needed to be held in place by like l- loads of stents. Ooh. Um, and basically what kind of killed him in the end was that the synthetic trachea had come loose um so i don't know how easy like how what the actual thing was but i'm guessing mm-hmm. he just like suffocated maybe or something um so like at the karolinska institute they're like yeah they none of this works um, and there were four doctors there specifically that were like some someone needs to really stop this guy mm-hmm. um and um yeah so they reported it to the university at the time um oh so what actually was the real issue was that they reckoned um he'd been misrepresenting the success to the patients so the first guy that he did the operation on he made it sound like it was a dead cert that it was all gonna be fine yeah. and actually it was the first time the operation had ever been oh, done and there's no passes. proof that it was going to be fine i'm yeah.
2: glad he didn't get the nobel prize
1: exactly <laughs> um so and so this is what the this so this is what people are alleging anyway mm-hmm. the other doctor alleging um through at the university they were like let's 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 bring a guy in to just go through everything and mm-hmm. check whether that's the case and this guy that came in was like yeah uh basically the whistleblowers are right and this guy is guilty of scientific misconduct, but the university was like mm, nah, so they got brought a guy in to like investigate. The guy said, yeah, he's this guy's fucked up. Well, the university's like, mm, now nah, we don't agree. So that was a bit weird, um, but basically <laughs> they claimed that they had other evidence that showed that it was at, he was actually fine this entire time. What what actually brought him down was um he'd done a interview with a guy called Bosa Lind, Lindquist. Um, for SVT which is the Swedic Swedish BBC basically. Mm-hmm. Um like and Swedic or
2: Swedic. Yeah.
1: That was nice. Swedick. <laughs> <get> <laughs> 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 oh that is actually what people do though. Yeah. 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 They love they love <laughs> Swedish. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, yeah. So what happened was this guy went through like loads of old footage because there was loads because he this guy like, loved journalists, he loved talking to journalists, he loved talking about all the stuff he'd done. Um, he loved letting journalists in on the surgeries mm-hmm. and um, going through all the tests and stuff. Um, so there's actually just so much footage,
2: so much condemning evidence, <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, um, so yeah, so there's like um, one bit of footage where um, Bayen, the original, the first patient. Had had a bronchoscopy, so like a camera down into going on down in, into his lungs. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, yeah, the guy, the guys, basically saying, "Oh yeah, look, he, he's got an almost normal airway," um, and obviously the journalists don't really know what a normal airway looks like, no. so it kind of yeah. went under the radar. But actually, when somebody who knows what they're doing looks at it. They could see that, like, there'd been quite a big build-up of scar tissue, which meant that, like, air wasn't really getting into the the right lung properly. He um, it, it also had a fistula, which was a ho- which is a hole into the rest of the body, um, at the end of the trachea. So, like, it clearly wasn't working when you mm. look at this footage. Um, so, um, yeah. So, what happened was um, they, the police, uh, Swedish. Eventually, the Swedish police looked into it. They did this whole uh, investigation um, into whether he committed manslaughter because Mm -hmm. that's what it was, Um, and they dropped all criminal cases in the end after they did an investigation because I don't think you could prove prove that he had killed. Like done it intentionally. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Or maybe not. I don't know what the intentions are. Experimental surgery. Yeah,
2: falls into like a shadowy ground. Yeah.
1: So what it was was like. i think it's because like the people were ill and this was one way that could have saved them Mm -hmm. and there's like a line between like doing something really radical if you're gonna die anyway Mm -hmm. and doing something completely experimental yeah Yeah, Mm -hmm. that actually and and actually as it turned out a lot of the patients that um had the surgery didn't need it Mm. um and like yeah so like they would have they didn't you know like they they had a problem but they didn't It wasn't life or death you know Mm -hmm. like and he made it out to sound like life or death um so uh yeah so what happened was um they what they did say was they couldn't bring a criminal case against him but um he'd the attorney general's office office announced in october 2017 that he'd been negligent in four of the five cases investigated and there were Hmm, I need to look up, up how many there were in total. I think there was maybe like nine or twelve. <laughs> Those are two separate numbers. <laughs> uh, but there were quite a few. You know, he ended up doing the surgery quite a few times, hmm. and all except two people died, and two people are still alive. Right, tell me his name again. Um, hmm. it is if I give you his last name, Paolo Macchiarini. Okay, I think you should be able to find him from that. Um, yeah, so. Um, yeah so basically I think people are going to sue him essentially the families are probably going to sue him um, or they're going to try and sue him there was w- another weird thing was like it actually turned out that he was like not just a bit of a liar in those cases or like a liar in those cases he was just like a con man mm. kind of um, and uh, they called him uh, there's an article in Vanity Fair where they, they kind of painted him as like a a, a serial fabulist mm-hmm. um, which sounds quite nice actually mm. I don't think a fabulist
2: is what they think it is
1: I don't know um, like a, an extreme form of a con man.
2: Uh, maybe. Yeah. But.
1: Um, yeah, and he had an affair with a journalist who wrote loads of good stuff about him. Oh. So everything oh. just like kind of all snowballed together. Um, what happened was people who worked with him also got found um, or like were um, investigated for scientific misconduct. So he brought down the people around him as well. They the people because they didn't report the complications and the failures immediately, Mm -hmm. Um, and it kind of just basically essentially turns out that um, uh, he hadn't done any of the background stuff that you've got to do. So like you're supposed you can't go from like oh I've got an idea to let's put it in a patient. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) you've got to do like animal tests Mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And but because he'd gained so much of a reputation for himself people just like took his word for it when he was like yeah yeah yeah, i know what i'm doing they were like oh, oh all right yeah it seems fair it seems, you seem pretty honest um turns out he was not honest so yeah so i can't remember how many patients there were but um yeah all except two died and this was like in like less than 10 years yeah less than 10 years ago which is yeah. crazy um yes so yeah that's is it i thought there Dun. might be more that i to add to that but I didn't think it was it was long um, and lots of people died yeah. yeah so uh i got most of that from a story in the bbc i think a few places have done it mm-hmm. but most of that was from the bbc um who wrote a really good long read and it's rare that i actually will read a full article <laughs> and i read that from start to finish that's probably something you should not say mm-hmm. as a journalist i don't know because i actually
2: so if you, we publish you read all of that well i have true. to for yeah. work <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah that is true um if it's if it's very well written i'll read a full thing but mm-hmm. i'm not i won't read any old shite on the internet yeah yeah, yeah. Fair enough.
0: you have an Airbnb your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com slash host
2: so this is the rise and fall of a, hang on, the rise and fall and the rise and fall. Oh, it might be the rise and fall of the rise and fall of a Hollywood director. You did say of, of first yeah. time, yeah. Of makes more sense. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just them going up and down and up and down. Yeah. Although that might make more sense. Think about it. Please stop
3: hitting my brain.
2: <laughs> anyway, uh, oh. in nineteen, let's see. Oh, the lights have gone off. Oh, the, the lights office. have gone off. Never mind.
1: Well, it's just cosy. We'll yeah.
3: leave it
2: like this. I prefer um, it than
1: flickering
2: on and off. In 1994, New Line Cinema. Um, there are hot young. Youngish at that point, production company. They've not mm. done a lot of films. When was that? Nineteen ninety four. Ninety four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, like, they've done, like now they've done like Lord of the Rings. they massive now. But anyway, they were quite independent back then. Okay. Um, and they were looking to do an adaptation of H. G. Wells' The Island of Doctor Moreau. Um, if you if if none of you're familiar with the story, not basically, really. um, a guy washes up on this island, this fancy island, and um. Like there's this doctor there called Doctor Moreau, and he's got an assistant whose name I can't remember. Um, and it turns out like he's a vivisectionist, um, ah. and he's like capturing animals and, um, performing operations on them to give them human structure, like stretching their muscles Ooh. and like breeding them together.
1: That guy thought of all sorts of.
2: Yeah, and like person. the the like the story goes that like basically. Some of the animals escape and like form their own society, like, huh. and there's this structure. And this guy's like running loose on the island and he's terrified of Dr. Moreau and whatever his assistant's <laughs> called. It's really, really good, it's actually oh, it quite short. Like yeah. It's yeah. well worth reading because it is quite creepy. um And there's been a few films of it and there's been a few like adaptations of it. Notice about this, the Simpsons one where they go to the island and Hummel like, becomes like a walrus person. Oh, like, that kind of rings a bell. It's actually. kind of like yeah. a very yeah. early, like, almost like a genetic engineering story. Yeah. Um, So anyway, in 1994, they're looking to make a film of it, Um, and they've tapped Marlon Brando to star in it as um, Dr. Moreau, Um, and there's a young South African director called Richard Stanley, who is due to direct, Um, and he's only produced like two independent films, and one was like a kind of a Terminator-style sci-fi, I can't remember what that's called, and the other one's called Dust Devil, and it's like a, a cult um desert drama oh. um but he's seen as like quite avant-garde and like oh yeah he's the man to tell this weird sci-fi tale. Wait, who? richard stanley okay. um so anyway yeah and he's really on board of it like he's really excited to do it um but he's kind of got to prove his worth because there's quite a lot of money he's attached to this It's like 40 million which is quite a lot
1: i find that really weird actually in films sometimes that they do that that they find someone who's done quite a good independent film
2: and just crazy, 40 million dollars like, yeah yeah, like, yeah. um but Roman uh, Roman Polanski he decides that he really really wants to work with Marlon Brando, mm. so they fire Richard Stanley off the project. Um, however, he's already on his way to LA to meet Marlon Brando because he realizes if I can get if he can get on Brando's side, um, then he like he gets immunity from. The company, for, uh, they're from the studio because it's Marlon Brando. Like he's got like yeah, if he's like oh, I like this director and yeah. work with
1: him. Then yeah, um,
2: so he does get there and eventually, like Brando does really like him, partly because they connect over um, is it Apocalypse Now? Brando's in where he plays a colonel, and that's based on a real person. But this person was like the granddad. So yeah, he plays a character in Apocalypse Now, and Apocalypse Now is based on the Heart of Darkness, which is a novel that's based on the real adventures of a real person and that's Richard Stanley's granddad Whoa, so yeah so like they connect over this character nepotism. but yeah a bit of nepotism <laughs> but the other thing is is um, Richard Stanley worrying that he, you know he's not got the fates on his side hired a warlock in London called Skip Skip the warlock to uh, classic warlock name. yeah to like cast a spell to like help him along because Skip had like previously cast a spell for like this investment banker who'd won like a got a million dollars out of this investment so he's like oh yeah like you know like go on it 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 can't hurt how much does
1: it cost to get a warlock to cast spell? i think he's
2: mates with him so i think it said that it costs skip some blood but yeah i would
1: give up blood off on the off chance i might get some out to make a big movie yeah Yeah.
2: um and it worked him like brando loves richard stanley and is like yeah i'll only work with this guy get rid of polanski um and yeah new line cinema is like fine yeah wicked um right let's do this then but you've got to get another big star to be like um the man the guy the guy who washes up on the island yeah um so they send richard stanley to japan to get val kilmer who's currently Uh, advertising batman forever okay um and he is a real dickhead. This is where things start to go. What Val
3: Kilmer Val is? Val Kilmer
2: is yeah. yeah. Start to go quite difficult for Richard Stanley because, um, like he shows him the production schedule and he's like, yeah, 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 I want to that to be sixty percent less. I want to do sixty percent less work than you've asked me to do. Um, what the fuck? No, yeah.
1: Val, you dick.
2: But um, <laughs> oh, so originally Bruce Willis as in Bruce Willis was ah. originally going to be the lead but Bruce Willis had to pull out there you go I've said it now Um, so yeah then he had to go to uh, to Val Kilmer yeah Um, so yeah he just had to go along with it because he just needed to get this film rolling because everything was already starting to like fall behind and there has been so many fuck ups already Mm. Um, so they started filming on this island um, like on the coast of Australia like this kind of like deserted island which is like perfect for the setting Um, but he gets Brando he gets sorry, he gets Val Kilmer out and Val Kilmer is very difficult to work with, like yeah, he's being an absolute knobhead. Um at which point uh, Marlon Brando's daughter dies. So Brando is delayed coming out for obvious reasons. Mm. Um and Richard Stanley just has to deal with this Val Kilmer, who's just an absolute knob, who like in some scenes like won't even um stand up, like refuses to stand up to oh, be filmed. God. There's like stories of him like putting a cigarette out on somebody <gasps> like on an extra while they're trying to do the oh scene or something God. yeah he i just, never
1: knew he was that bad like yeah I, I, I heard he was an asshole but i never
2: apparently he's just an absolute dick Ugh. um and then he wants to switch roles he's like oh this role's too intensive i want to be like dr moreau's assistant um, and then they sort that out so at the last minute like the guy who's dr. Moreau's assistant like gets off the film and leaves and then they get david thulis in so, oh yeah, yeah. good, good yeah. yeah and he's just like i'll just fucking do it man like just yeah. let's just get I through this job in yeah. he knows what he's doing yeah um he's a good lad he's a good lad um but then the magic like the actual magic appears to start backfiring uh-huh. the island that they're on is ravaged with endless storms Shit. um skip the wizard Oh yeah. Uh, oh, uh, the gets a yeah, the warlock gets a bone disease, <gasps> and is rushed into hospital in London, which turns into a flesh-eating virus. Do uh, you reckon
1: that's from drinking all that blood?
2: From looking around with his fucking blood, yeah, yeah. probably. Um, Richard Stanley's house. Uh, sorry, his mum's house, because I think his mum lives in South Africa. Although sometimes it says that he's from London. It could be either. It
1: could be one of the you know what those white people.
2: Yeah, <laughs> he is very white. I mean, yeah. he's fucking. Oh, I knew it was going to be so white. So he's very like, white, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, his mother's house is struck by lightning three times in a row and neighbours report what? seeing spectral hyenas like surrounding her house.
1: What yeah. the
2: fuck? Um, you're messing around with the occult man, you know. Yeah, that good. warlock,
1: I think. I either didn't know what he was doing or did he, a number on I him. I
2: mean, his name's Skip. Can you trust a man, a man called Clark. Skip true. To, yeah. to, for all your sorcery yeah. needs? <laughs> Um,
1: Did he even wear like long warlock robes? I or... mean, maybe. Oh, yeah, we Who know,
2: knows? We? Um, yeah. So yeah, basically, it just continues to get worse and worse, and things aren't filmed, and it's becoming qu- like quite clear that Richard Stanley, coming from an indie background, doesn't know how to deal with these big Hollywood stars, yeah. and appears to be wasting the budget. And the- they spent so much money on the budget, like there are the f- like you can see the costumes online. They do all like these um, like mutant like Uh, half human uh, half animal hybrids they're all great practical effects that it's 1994 yeah and there's so much money spent on these and like loads of extras put into all these different costumes every day and he's got this really like avant-garde storyboards that you can see that like make it look absolutely fascinating but he's just not getting it together and he spends quite a lot of time in like the directors like house not on not on set because he just can't Uh. deal with all this pressure
1: um, oh i kind of i do feel sorry for him
2: like yeah. in a way so i mean he, he kind of bit I off more than he can chew like you are
1: actually really successful still. yeah
2: um so eventually he's just fired off the film new line singer. Yeah, just like no let's yeah. take him off the film and they bring in another director let me check what his name is john frankenheimer
1: Hmm.
2: I mean, that is a real name, so far as I'm aware.
1: I like that it's like a modern version of Frankenstein on a film Mm. that's sort of frankenstein Cobbled together. Yeah.
2: Um, So, yeah, Frankenheimer is like a veteran. Like, he's known for just not... If an actor's being all, you know actorish mm. he just absolutely bollocks him he's, he's oh, very he he's really well known for getting the job done Excellent. like ron howard now but ron i was like a cheerier version of this guy
1: oh is ron howard known for bollocking people
2: no but he's known for like just producing an adequate film like oh, making sure the it, film yeah. is it's it finished and done. it's on budget yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> that's your boy ron yeah. um so anyway yeah and because they're worried so there's like loads of stuff here like there's loads of um barrels of oil and stuff for all the special effects so they're worried that stan uh richard stanley might take it bad that he's Aye. being booted off unexpectedly so he is escorted to he's escorted to the airport and like by personal assistant of the producer or whatever and put on a plane um, and this guy takes over Wow. Uh, okay. and this guy takes over and he starts to kind of tries to whip things into shape um, but it's just fucking rock hard Brando's showed up at this point but he's lost his fucking mind right yeah I guess Um,
1: he's probably in bits yeah
2: I mean he he was already difficult and crazy anyway and he's just lost his daughter so like some of the things that he, he starts to recommend is that his character should always be covered in like elaborate face makeup all the time Mm. um there should be a miniature version of him they found like an actor who at the time was like the world's smallest man he All was like right. a, a superstar in, like india or something um he was like cast as like one of the like, the animal people um and he this brando just becomes is a mode of him and demands in every single scene that guy should be wearing the same outfit as him <laughs> and should be in every single scene wow. like mini me kind of love it yeah, yeah it's crazy so he, he starts demanding that. the randomly Dr. Moreau should have buckets of ice on his head um, and the biggest change that he suggested that didn't get into the script was that at the end he should take off his hat to reveal that he was being a dolphin all along <laughs> that oh doesn't my make him oh. yeah. what
1: would he have under Great the hat movie. though? for the a, like a blowhole a, <laughs> on yeah, the top I don't know of his head that's, that's not quite dramatic, dramatic enough
2: yeah, yeah I don't know maybe that he's maybe wearing a mask a and a blowhole. Yeah, mm. um, yeah. But so a so one of the things is um, because there were so many script changes every day, mm-hmm. um, sometimes they weren't filming for like weeks at a time. Oh, but all shit. the extras would have to get into full makeup and costume, oh, so that all these animal people God. would be walking around with nothing to do.
0: Yeah. When
2: they did film, Brando couldn't be asked to learn his lines, so they radio miked it in into his little like Johnny hat. Depp. Yeah. um to learn his lines. Um, but fuck you, Johnny Depp. Because of where it was, it's quite a small location. Sometimes the radio mic would um, be interfered by police broadcasts. In no. David Thule says he recall he recalls a time when he's having this conversation with Dr. Moreau and out of nowhere Dr. Moreau says the Woolworths is being robbed. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: oh my god. So Oh my god.
2: Richard Stanley, meanwhile, he's planned lands in LAX. He's been sent back to LA. Mm. He is not on the plane. What? Yeah, what exactly? He is missing. No one knows where Richard Stanley is at this point. Um frankenheimer continues working on the film um he says of val kilmer who continues to be an utter cock um he says that he wouldn't even cast val kilmer in the film adaptation of the life of val kilmer (laughs) which is a pretty fucking harsh read um so anyway yeah it's just getting like wild and feral out there because people aren't filming for days and all, all the actors who are dressed up as animals, just hang around all day and they quite they just fucking drink and party and take loads of drugs on this yeah. island.
1: Because you would be bored. Like I, I remember being an extra when I was a teenager and it was so boring. Yeah. But in the end, like when people were like, when they were like, do you want some more extra work? I was like, oh, actually, no, it's, yeah. too, it's too boring. And they're just so
2: uncomfortable because <laughs> they've been an hours worth of it that they don't yeah. bother taking it off in case they get called back. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, because you can't just, they can't just on the spur of the moment be like, right, in, in an hour, we're going to shoot Put your hyena sea. head on. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like, it takes three hours to put the makeup
2: um, on. So they just start like drinking and partying, and it's going a bit like, I mean, spoilers like the for flies. the end of Dr. Moreau, the oh, animals, right. the animal people um, like start to revolt and like start to, to destroy the island. Um, oh my God. And it's going to be a bit like that. So anyway, some of the extras are just like buzzing around in yeah. the outback one day, and they find <laughs> Richard Stanley. <gasps> He what? never on the island? He never went on the plane and he just went into the Australian outback on this island and was just living there um just like washing in rivers and like eating um like p- like Fish plantain and, and just bit it. yeah oh, fruits yeah. that he was finding and he was super high he had loads and loads of drugs. Oh, i was going to um, say no. uh,
1: otherwise what? But
2: like they were quite close and like they liked him. They mm. don't like this new guy he's like a real ball buster. Um so they steal him a costume oh. one of the animal men costumes. And he puts it on and like, full makeup and everything, and goes back into the film, and is filmed in the former director of the film is filmed now as an extra as one of the animal men that Whoa. he's become. Uh, in particular, he's in the scenes where um, the final act of the film, where the an- the animals revolt and destroy the sets and like blow shit up, and he's one of the dog men blowing up oh his own God. creation at the end in like oh. this beautiful kind of
3: poetic cinema. Yeah, it's yeah.
2: amazing um so anyway yeah the, like he never gets found out until yeah. much much later um the film comes out and it's fucking oh, it's, it, yeah it, it came does. out it come out yeah it's an absolute mm. fucking flop have you it, seen it uh i've seen parts of it because uh. uh all of this is is in a very very good documentary called lost souls the island of richard stanley's the island of dr moreau uh. and it's absolutely fascinating uh, and it kind of got everyone kind of, like, interested in, like, this, this massive Hollywood fuck-up. New Line Cinema almost went bankrupt, but then they also made Seven, which oh, okay. is very, very so good and bank. made lots yeah. of money. <laughs> yeah. um, and then kind of what's weird is, so, like, Richard Stanley just retired from filmmaking, well, from Hollywood filmmaking after mm. that, and just makes, like, weird documentaries about the occult and stuff. Oh, right. I've tried to watch one of them, but it was in shit. German, Can I couldn't couldn't get through it. Mm. Yeah, about yeah, warlocks, warlocks and skipping and that. Um but he started like reworking on his original script and then he produced it, like he's producing it as a graphic novel. And then the weird thing how things come round, um, a Hollywood studio has optioned the graphic novel to be made into a film. So Richard Stanley's The Island of Dr. Moreau may one day still be made.
1: So his version of that film,
2: yeah, could still be, ma- could still be made as a movie.
1: They should make a film about. That all that ha- that yeah. entire story. But well, they made a that, documentary about it. Yeah, well, they should make yeah. a, a movie of that documentary. Yeah. I'd be
2: very surprised if his documentary doesn't have at least some of that in it. Because he yeah. and I read a bit of like how we would change it. Now it's more about corporations and these animals are now copyrighted thing. Like uh, honestly, it's worth watching the documentary because it's it's like one of those things. You're like, wow, this would have been really out there. Yeah, um but it's just but a it complete just failure in yeah. collapse and, so what's it? Him.
1: What's the documentary called again?
2: Uh, Lost Souls. Richard Stanley's The Island of Doctor Moreau. Okay. Um, is
1: it? What did you watch it on? Netflix.
2: Ah, oh. oh nice. Yeah, oh, it's really good. Yeah. Okay, great. And he's a very interesting chap, and he looks exactly as you imagine him, mm. like as a wizard. Mm. Yeah. That's a good one there. The rise and fall. of The rise and fall. A
1: really good story. Yeah. yeah <laughs> That's right that two good ones, I think. That, yeah. This is one of my favorite episodes already. That's a good one. Long unless one. something bad's gonna happen, and then. Well, that was. Um, Doing research,
3: mm-hmm. I, I realised Feroza Bulk is one of the cast yeah, members Yeah, Feroza Bulk's in it? Yeah, in the is island that? of Doctor Um, From she was Marvel Dorothy boy. in Return to Oz, and she's just in like weird no. movies, like oh. The Craft. And, yeah, she's like, in The
2: Craft, uh, um, Almost Famous, Almost
3: Famous, The Water Boy.
2: Yeah, yeah, shitty. she's a little interesting. The water boy. Films.
3: She's just she's in. There are three very different
2: films that are like quite a widespread and you've not seen any all of them. They're
3: fucking no. weird.
2: Yeah,
1: she's I've seen Return to Us, but films. I don't remember it well
3: enough. Mm. I just remember as a kid,
1: like freaking the fuck out about that woman who could change heads, mombi mm. Princess yeah. yeah. Honestly, mm. like, like it not gave me. Not the Wheelers. Do you remember nightmares. the Wheelers? Yeah, I do. Yeah, they were also freaky, but the heads was the thing that. The I Love that film. Yeah, yeah, so good. Uh, um, should we have some corrections?
3: Yeah, fucking hell, Rick, you gave me. loads. you were just. Oh like, shit! Sorry. Every. I was every quite warm been trying to get through you it. You were just like rattling off a fact that I didn't know if it was a fact or not. Um. So starting with you, I yes. counted twelve notable Maciurini. Yeah. Cases. That'll be yeah. So, 12. But that was not notable, so it could okay. be more.
1: I suppose.
0: He might have done yeah. like. Yeah. He did
1: other transplants, so he did like. Um, I don't know organs that he'd grown that went the tr- the yeah. were fine. Oh. So I think yeah, I think it was twelve and two people. Yes, um, were still alive.
3: Uh, a
1: fabulist
3: is a person who composes or relates fables. So a oh, liar. Okay, yeah, that's probably yeah. right.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah,
3: yeah, especially one who invents elaborately dishonest stories. So that seems, oh, that seems Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Um, Rick Dr. Moreau's assistant was called Montgomery
2: Montgomery that's Mm. it yeah Yeah, Val Kilmer wanted to play Montgomery because he said it was the easier part
3: Yeah. yeah Uh, the 1990 sci-fi horror that was the first film written and directed by Richard Stanley is called Hardware.
2: That's Actually, it, yeah. It's a bit more
3: boring mm-hmm. than I was hoping for. And then Dust Devil followed that, and he did a long-form music video, apparently, for Marillion's song Brave, also, before The Island of Dr. Moreau. Very Whoa. impressive filmography. Mm-hmm. Um... Malin Brando plays Colonel Kurtz, who was modelled on British explorer and Richard Stanley's ancestor Henry Morton Stanley in Apocalypse Now. Okay, and Richard Stanley was born in South Africa, but yeah, his
1: ancestry is obviously British. Mm. There we go. Interesting. That's some good corrections as well. Yeah. Um, Cool. Uh, Oh, so uh, we're going to do a Halloween episode. Mm -hmm. Send us your spooky, crazy stories uh, about yourself. Spooky goings on that have happened to you is fine, or spooky stories that you like. They're true they're near, mm-hmm. oh, they're they
2: are that are nearby. It happened close to you. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, happened to you next door neighbor, mm. Mm. but not two doors down. That's too far away.
2: Yep. You can't trust them two doors down. That's <laughs> it. <laughs>
1: um. What? Uh, what? Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, here's a crazy story. No, no. Do that. I'll do that again. Crazy story at theovertake.com that is our email address to send the stories to or mm-hmm. um, corrections if you have any or corrections yeah. yeah we never get people sending us corrections Val Kilmer
2: wants to argue that he wasn't a dickhead on the film with that film you're more than welcome <laughs> Maybe, to get yeah? in touch I
1: think he might have his own alternative perspective I
2: actually quite like Val Kilmer yeah. no. he's the best Batman I'll yeah. die on that hill The yeah, Batman I mean, he's just. I'm surprised I you wasn't if, trolling then when I, I said really. the mind's about Hollywood. You're like, what's a Hollywood? <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> um, thanks to producer Jada who does all the social media mm-hmm. and the editing and most of the work. Mm-hmm. Um, she oh, the Instagram is at. Here's a crazy story. It'd be good to follow us because she puts a lot of effort into it, um, yeah. and it looks really good. And we don't we don't have anywhere near as many followers on Instagram as we do listeners. Mm. So we yeah. know you're not d- doing it just unless unless you do it right r-
3: now. Just, just wait. That's
2: all I'm If
1: you've
2: done it, do it. You done it.
1: Done okay, it. I don't think I think that was too soon. Oh man, it takes like a second. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, I'm really hot and hungry. Oh. I want to go. <laughs> 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 Alright, let's leave. Uh, anything else before we go? Oh, uh, uh, Patreon, our steady. Um, the over- no. Ugh. Just go to our the our supporters page or wherever I've got on the website. Oh, I'll I'll put some links somewhere for you to find. You'll <laughs> figure it out. You'll figure it out. <laughs> Please do find them and mm-hmm. help us with money because we're skint. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool, and that's it. Mm-hmm. So informal goodbye farewell
2: I'm going to say queef us again <laughs> <laughs> <That's it. laughs>